chapter twenty three of the submarine boys and the smugglers by victor g durham this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by john brandon chapter twenty three odds of nine to two he isn't going to lay two muttered benson shall i put a solid shot in her plank sir asked the gunner's mate no mate i don't believe we would be justified in that as we can board that craft we'll run alongside and jump aboard white i'm going to press you into service and take you along as prize crew for i can't spare any of our seamen from the grant going to leave me alone aboard that schooner demanded ned becoming interested no i shall be there with you i'm going to make that skipper go back and pick up the part of the cargo that he left floating in the sea then i'm going to make him take us into boxhaven bay quite a program nodded ned white you're not armed are you no why should i be you'll have to be as a member of a prize crew gunner's mate a service revolver and box of cartridges for mr white very good sir jack next gave the order to run in close to the velvet presently with jake at the wheel skipper redbeard stepped to the rail stranger he bawled you'll have to sheer off you're a power vessel and you're not giving this sailing craft all the sea-room she needs that easy style of conversation won't wash your flag jack called back grimly this is the united states submarine grant we desire to board you and have fired two shots to bring you to will you lay two and stand back for us to board not if you sink me for refusing came redbeard's doughy answer then we're coming aboard anyway and the risk be on your own head jack benson retorted turning to the gunner's mate he added mate i shall leave you on board as acting commanding officer you have but two seamen so i shall leave them both on board you have a full engine-room crew you will be able to take the grant into boxhaven bay and reach mooring safely i can spare you one of the two seamen sir urged the gunner's mate you will need him more than i sir no it would not be right to cripple this government craft to that extent mr white and i will be able to take care of the two men on board the velvet as soon as we are aboard and you receive my signal mate you will head for boxhaven bay very good sir now run in as closely as you can to the schooner's windward side without sinking her try to run up within two or three feet of her rail and mr white and i will jump for it i will put you so close sir promised the gunner's mate that you will be able to step aboard be careful mate not to injure either the schooner or this craft jack ordered aye aye sir ned held his loaded revolver in his hand better put that in your coat pocket unless skipper redbeard starts something benson advised his own revolver was out of sight though his sword still hung at his side sheer off shove off i tell you raged skipper redbeard as the submarine lunged up dangerously near keep your wheel steady my man jake shouted jack the deck watch of the grant covered jake with his rifle in case the helmsman tried to throw the schooner off of her course 
at the moment of boarding such a trick might very easily be played drop off and let him fall in the water hissed skipper redbeard but jake glanced sullenly at that navy rifle covering him and took his own orders there was a slight bump as the moving grant lay alongside the schooner under way jack sprang to the velvet's deck followed by ned the next instant the submarine drew off take your course to boxhaven bay gunner's mate lieutenant jack directed aye aye sir the grant started on her way redbeard his arms folded surveyed the young naval officer with a sullen glare what do you reckon you're doing on board this craft young man the skipper demanded i have seized it in the name of the united states government jack replied as he walked past the skipper to the stern but we're americans and this isn't wartime either jeered the skipper harshly you're seized on a charge of smuggling benson retorted smuggling tonight snarled the skipper certainly how can i have smuggled tonight when i haven't been back anywhere within the three-mile line scoffed the schooner's master how about the other night benson demanded what other night the time you brought in perhaps forty thousand havana cigars what do you know about that the most that i know is what i overheard you saying to each other of course i also know where you took the cigars skipper dave hume looked a bit aghast over this thrust you missed a box of cigars didn't you benson went on coolly they're in washington now deckhand jake denham gave a gasp i reckon i know where my pistol went to now he muttered sullenly yes it's in the wardroom on the grant benson laughed shut up you blithering idiot yelled skipper hume going toward the helmsman let jake talk if he wants to teased lieutenant jack he isn't annoying me no but he's hume checked his speech abruptly go on urged benson dryly you go to blazes roared dave hume there's another direction in which i want to go first suggested the submarine boy jake bring her up in the wind put your wheel over hard a starboard jake will do nothing of the sort you uniformed young jackanapes growled skipper hume you may think you command here but you'll soon be satisfied if you're even a passenger we're going about and pick up the rest of that drifting cargo or as much as we can find of it benson retorted sternly we but again hume paused for the submarine craft was still near enough so that a pistol shot signal might be heard oh well growled the skipper grudgingly let this young jackanapes give you your orders jake thank you benson answered mockingly for half an hour the schooner sailed along benson acting as sailing master while dave hume sat amidships sullenly smoking a very black pipe we'll soon reach that floating stuff now benson declared no we won't roared hume rising at least if we do you'll have nothing to say about it jack and apes you've run matters long enough come along men forward the hatch over the hold moved seven men sprang out 
as they raced aft jack caught the legend third officer on the visored cap of one of the seven the other six looked like ordinary seamen here then were some of the missing crew and the third officer of the bingo their wet clothing showed that they had jumped overboard from the steamship probably as the submarine ran up alongside the bingo show the jackanapes how you're fixed roared hume his face aglow with triumph revolvers appeared in every hand jack and ned had drawn theirs also but they were two against nine with not even the lights of any other vessel in sight put down your weapons boys advised hume dryly the jig is up for you both if you don't we happen to be the kind of men who don't propose to be taken put your weapons down and drop into the hold forward then we'll drop the hatch over you and padlock it if you do what i tell you probably that will save your lives but nothing else will we don't propose to be taken end of chapter twenty three recording by john brandon